Welcome to the crew review. I clicked record, so now we're recording. So welcome to the podcast. Mm. Uh, me and Riley are here hosting. Yeah, once again, like we always do. But How, can I can I ask you a question, Josh? Uh, yeah. It's the first time I've seen you in a while. You look relaxed. Do you have a game this week? No. Wait, what? What's up? Did you wait? I know playoffs just made like we made the cutoff. Are now you, that you mention it, it feels like I haven't played a real fantasy game in several weeks. Oh my gosh! Almost I, you know, like none of them have mattered. Music to my ears. I know exactly and, what you're talking about. And despite the fact that I have been trying to lose, you can't stop uh, against all odds. Yeah, like Phil Collins. You remember when I talked about when we when we discussed the competitors for the league this year? Who could win it? Yep. And I said, it's me, Mason, or Riley, probably, maybe Julian. Mm-hmm. But I feel comfortable because Mason and Riley can't beat me. It, it took an intervention from God yeah. at the expense of Kyler Murray and Jack, which is hilarious <laughs> for me to beat Mason. But it happened. I still beat Mason. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we've, we've got, in honor of the playoffs, we've got a playoff edition podcast. It's this a, is a special edition. It's, it's going to be a big one. All yeah. right. Oh, it's going to be huge. Oh, it's going to be huge. I walked in. I said, "This is a big podcast." And what a big, what a big <laughs> podcast! Joining us today are the competitors in our first playoff matchup: the three seed versus the six seed. Yeah, this is the. I mean, this is the champion side of the bracket. That's 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 talking today. Well, what do you mean? I mean, we had two guests in this part of the podcast. From from my side of the bracket, we got the yeah. six seed you, you, well, coming in. Everybody on the podcast right now has got a championship. No, that's true. But I'm talking about when we get to the second half of this podcast, we're not all champions here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this part of the podcast, you know what I'm saying? This this side of the bracket more so, there's a ring rings everywhere. So as as you probably have figured out, we've got Julian and Trevor. Love so that. Please introduce yourselves, both of you. Uh, speak speak. Take turns. We'll let Julian go first as he earned the three seed. Oh my god. Um. Julian, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Uh, hello, everyone. I love being back. Uh, two-time champion. Grr. Hoping to get my third. Grr. All right, welcome. Uh, Trevor, uh, you were our first guest this Whoa. season. Uh, <laughs> Trevor, you were our first guest this season, so I'm, I'm happy to welcome you back on the podcast. You were the only one, no, one of two that didn't get to do a live appearance, so welcome live to the podcast. Um, it's good I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Also happy to be crawling into the playoffs. My team is dog shit. Um, I shouldn't be in the playoffs, but here I am. Uh, going to be a quick exit for your boy. Uh, Julian's going to put in that work this week. Oh, wow. Do you almost wish you hadn't made it? It's just, it's going to be demoralizing. Like it, It's like the... <laughs> You know, being six and eight and in the playoffs, it's like that uh, new divisional game that the uh, yeah or the wild card games the NFL like added. Yeah, it's like no one wants to watch that. It's like no one no one cares that I'm in the playoffs. Do you do you wish Kendall was in in your place? No, I mean it's always nice to say you know you made the playoffs, but yeah. um. I I feel like it kind of goes back to the college football playoff debate. You know, people say that. You know, the four seed, you know, they never have business being in the playoff, but, you know, you don't have a chance to win the championship unless you're in the playoffs. So, right. I got I got two questions for you, Trevor. Uh, number one, how much of you saying Julian is going to beat you, it, How what percentage of that is reverse jinx? 
Can I get a number on that? What, what percentage? Uh, I think it's 45-55. I think 45% of it is hoping for a reverse jinx. I think 55% of it is probably Cause you, you know what's realism. Happen. Okay. Right. Yeah, I respect that. Here's my, this is my second question. You said that you were <laughs> you're, you said you're scraping into the playoffs. Now, yes. Josh said, I mean, you were the first guest on this podcast and you kind of you kind of scraped into the podcast the first time you know it was a little voice memo it was a little <laughs> hodgepodge you know what i'm saying not judging i was in the airport it was it was it was rough on both ends but what do you think like how do you feel about your chance for redemption here your second time on the podcast this season how do you feel like do you think you're gonna have a better performance what do you what are you thinking about that well i'm not i'm not dur- i'm not in a passing period anymore uh, between two classes okay uh, so I, I certainly hope I improve my performance. Yeah, good to hear. Love that. Um, Trevor, what, uh, last question for Trevor, and then we'll get to Julian. Yep. Okay. Um, Trevor, or you, you lost a very important player earlier this season. Mm. Um, Cooper Cup went down, sort of your figurehead for everything you've done in the league for the past couple years. Um do you have any concerns about him long term? Is he still in your plans, keeper wise, for twenty twenty three? I know they recently announced he's probably not coming back this year. So, uh, can you speak to next year for Cooper Cup? Right now, the outlook doesn't look too good for the LA Rams. Uh, Matt Stafford, you know, he's not getting any younger. Um, yeah, Baker. It's hard to say. Still, still really early. But I don't know if Cooper is going to be a keeper this, this offseason. We'll see, though. Yeah, Cooper or Ramondre Stevenson. That's that's the decision you got to make. And it might be Ramondre. Yeesh. Probably is Ramondre. Um, okay, Julian, on to you. You had a thrilling victory. Oh, my God. Uh, this past week, scoring two more points than <laughs> you needed to to secure the uh, number three seed. And oh, my God. Not, it's light. And, and bump... <sighs> Jack down to out of the money. So you jumped up from what five to three just oh by doing that. Um, yep. And it was really and all because night. of the Kyler Murray injury. Like that's what determined it. And Brandon beating Jack, which we will undoubtedly make fun of Jack for Have when to. we Have. talk to him. Have to. Um, <laughs> Julian, how do you feel about what? What would you say your chances are for one advancing in this first game and two making it to the championship? Three coming home with another trophy. So, I feel great. I mean, I I don't know the 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 history for Trevor, but I've been here. I've been in playoffs. <laughs> I I don't ever not be in playoffs. It's very rare. Uh, but I'm feeling good. Unfortunately, I am playing Trevor, so that's kind of stressful because you've talked about it all year. He's just one of those teams that just is going to be there. And either they're gonna have a good day or a great day, and that's stressing me out. Yeah, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, if I can advance the next round, I'm way more excited to play you. But if I get there, we can talk about that on another pod. Well, you're you're if you what, win, you're playing Riley. I'm about to say. I hate to break the news. Oh, I'm playing Riley. Yeah, you if you win, you're playing oh. Riley. Oh, and I'm eating your lunch. Better. I mean your lunch. No, because I doubt it. I mean your lunch. I'll, I'll speak to this really quick. We'll obviously talk more about it in next week's podcast. Uh, I understand that Mason's team might be better on paper. I did not want to play Julian, 
nothing gives me more heartburn than playing Julian in the playoffs. Because mm. I feel like him and I, like every year, him and I eliminate one or the other. Is it is what it feels like? Right. Um, yeah. So, um, that that that's one thing. Uh, it's I on the back burner say. for me. Um, I think he's a term right. Yeah. So, Thank I, I, well, I'll ask this Trevor to both or ask this question to both Trevor and Julian. Um, who do you need? Who who's the most important player for this matchup for you this week? Uh, you can say the most important player on your team, and who who you think needs to have a not so good game on the other team for you to have a chance to win. Mm. We'll start with Trevor. Who needs a big game for you and a not big game for Julian? I need Adam Thielen to get up off of his ass because uh, Cooper's down. I like it. Uh, obviously, yeah, like it. right? Um, white for Adam white. Thielen, he's going against Indianapolis. They're the number one uh, fantasy defense against wide receivers. So it's going to be a tough matchup, but I need some production out of him. Um, also, it'd be nice for Najee to be fresh, uh, rookie season Najee for a week. That'd be sweet. Uh, looking at Julian's team, it'd be nice if uh, Amon Ross St. Brown didn't decide to go nuclear this week. Mm. Um, that'd be nice. Uh, other than that, I mean, let's hope DeAndre Hopkins doesn't go back to you know 2017 form. Uh, I mean, Mike White at QB, that kind of gets me a little happy. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he, I'm pretty sure he is. I mean, if he doesn't have cracked ribs, his ribs aren't feeling good. He took yeah. a couple nasty hits last week. Oof. So, um, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, as long as Monroe kind of stays in check and DeAndre doesn't go crazy, which I don't think he will because, you know, Ky- Kyler's out. But That's, that's what I was going to say. Julian's team got a little banged up in the last couple of weeks. Lo- loses Damian Pierce. Tangentially banged up as well. Uh, yeah, loses D-Hop's quarterback. Uh some injuries to Saquon, a little banged up, but I think he's going to be okay. Um, Julian, same question to you. Who's who's most important for you, and, and who do you need to be limited for Trevor? Uh, right now, I'm hoping Barkley performs a little better than he has the last few weeks. Because, I mean, he's been, he's was consistent early in the season, and he now he's just it's all downhill right now. So I need him to do a little better. Uh, thank you for noting my my quarterback blues. Yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I if you if anyone can see it, I've been picking up quarterbacks left and right. And if you look at my roster, they are all questionable. So, and um, this is completely off topic a little bit, but uh, I'm pretty sure Jack got the over <laughs> got the over under on my ass because I also paced a bid for zero dollars for Trevor Lawrence and I did not get it. So yeah. that was lovely. Uh, see, me uh, too. I, I also had a bid in for Trevor Lawrence for zero dollars. So, yeah, who that knows? Was lovely. Um, on Trevor's team, for some reason, I just don't. I don't like that he has Dobbins in there. Mm, yeah, it's one of those. Like, They're relying a little more on the running game <laughs> than the QBs right now. Yeah, it's like those scary mid-tier running backs where you just stare at them and you're like, "That guy's gonna go off for." 30 points against me i just know it um yeah this like last year i think scary. was it you julian you picked up rex burkhead and played him against me and he scored like 30 
And I like as soon as you picked him up, I saw him in your lineup. I was just like, "Yep, here we go." The stars have aligned. Yeah, it's the Rex Burke yeah. game. It was it was a good time. Um, uh, oh, I looked at the thing you posted. It's very interesting. Last season was my best season for points for. I was like, "Wow." Yeah, I'm just dog water overall. Yeah, the the points for you've got to keep in mind when each season sort of changed from yep uh, standard to half PPR to PPR to Decimal, us blah, changing blah. positions. So like this year, for most people, I think was the highest scoring year. Um, mm. But uh, for some people, it was the previous couple years. Like we had some really big seasons. I know Kyle, me, and Jack all had really big seasons in the last couple of years from a points for perspective. Um, but yeah, that's it's a cool little tool. Just if you're ever curious about your own rankings and and how the the most recent season stacks up for you, you can go type your name into that and hit enter, and it'll pull it up. It was very yeah. useful for me. I made it more as a tool for me when I was looking up like stuff for teams. Um, True. And, when, and it made uh, it a any, lot any new listeners. I apologize, John. Any listeners? It's the it's the league period live. Go check it out. Great stuff. Yes, yeah, to our to our broad audience. Yeah, in case you don't know, I think hey, OG, OG hey. and he does not realize how much money they are wasting having you there and not having stuff for you to do at work. Well, I made this a while ago. Did you? Yes. Yeah. When? Like, but when though? Don't sleep on my what, man. What What time did you make it? I don't think I did this one at work. All right. There are other things that I have done at work. I did not do this one at work. All right. Um, Riley, having yes time. Okay, right. I, I have one final question, but I want it to be the last thing we do with them. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a little bit off topic. I I think I have one for both of you. Um, Trevor, I'm just asking this to pick your brain because you were so early in the season. How do you feel about draft pick trading? How do you feel about your chances next year with the the arms races that have been going on? Oh boy! All right, <laughs> um, man, really this this off season, I was really in favor when we took the vote for. Uh, draft pick trading and or maybe I, I forget exactly when it was but whenever it was I was super in favor for it because I thought I don't know I just thought it'd bring a new um, element to the league that we hadn't had before maybe it'd kind of liven it up a little it bit cer- but it certainly did it did and maybe a little too much for my liking personally <laughs> um, I know you know Josh knows that we've had some talks in the Supreme Court about um, kind of maybe the future of it and, you know, whether we think or not, maybe not, it'll get canceled next year. Um, I like it in its essence. I like the idea of it, but I think honestly this year it was abused. Um, and I didn't like that. I thought, uh, I thought adding the element of being able to trade draft picks, um, it got a lot of people away with, trading crappy players for good players, but just throwing a pick in there and saying, oh, hey, it's fair. I don't know. I might have a different opinion about this than a lot of people, but I don't know. I just, I didn't like the wholesale of, you know, players like, you know, Brandon, you know, three weeks ago, he basically offered his whole team up and said, you know, first person to send me a first round pick gets all these players. I didn't like, I don't like that aspect of it. Um, now what deal. I do what I do like about it is I like the idea of and maybe I'm kind of going against myself here but uh, I like the idea of f- 
building future. Yeah. Building towards the future of your team. Yeah. At the same time, I think it needs to come within, you know, there needs to be some restraint on it. Yeah. I don't mind sweeping around the rule. Um, but I do think there needs to be some, some modifications. Uh, sorry, Riley, what was your second thing? Uh, oh, how do you, how do you, how do you feel about next year? How do you think your how, how do you think it's going to go next year? Okay. And so I actually think I kind of dug myself a hole this year, um, moving forward because I didn't really get in on the wholesale, you know, arms race this year of draft picks. I was pretty conservative. I know Julie and I made, we made a trade involving a draft pick. I might've done it one other time with someone else, but for the most part, I kind of stayed back from all that and i am interested to see if you know down the road two three years now if that's gonna have an impact lasting impact i didn't get you know the the second round the third round the first round picks that some other people in the league did so we'll see yeah i think i think the thing is everybody likes the opportunity to build for next year but also when you know when you know you've got something and you just need to shore up some spots and go all in on a year i think people like that too because mm. it to some extent i think it just it it tightens the window of outcomes for a given season where it's like if you decide you want to scoot the the floor outcome of your season up mm-hmm. by scooting the ceiling for next season down you can do that but yeah, there needs to be, and, and maybe it is. May just, I add something? Yeah, go for it. Got to butt in here real quick. What's fresh on the brain? If you're <laughs> one of the people, if you're one of the people, if you're listening to this and you go, you know, two and five in the first seven weeks, and then you just call it quits and say, "Ah, oh, f it, next year's my year." You suck. Quit doing that. It's bullshit. Makes the league not fun. I hate people that just give up in the middle of the year. All right. Hey, I'm you sorry. better start adding. You better I like that, Trevor. I like that. Yeah. Was there was there anybody in particular you have in mind? There's only there's so only many ten of us. Um, it's hard to keep track of which one you could. Trevor, mean, feel free to talk with your chest here. You're a married man. I we lie. I maybe. just don't. I don't like. It's not fun when there's six teams competing. I think. I think all ten of us should be trying each week to knock off the other. I think even if. Your season is done. I think you still have a lot to play for. Uh, I, I don't know. I just I think it takes away from the competitiveness of the league. Uh, it makes the rich richer, and it makes you know the bottom feeders. It it adds a discrepancy in the league that I just don't like. Yeah. Um, so so I I heard all the words you just said, but I don't think any of them were names. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone. I mean, okay. If you're competing in the league, and Kyle, I, you know I love you, dude. Yep. But if you're if you're truly giving it your all, there's no way you should be three and eleven. Well, he was three and I eleven. Kyle's made. Year. I think Kyle's made more pickups than you have in the last two years. Boom, roasted. That's true. What's our? But what's the records in those last two years? Uh, Kyle is. I don't know. Six I got two championships. Oh, so I I want to bring this up real quick. I updated one. the all time. <laughs> standings big moves this year so kyle for a long time i think was in second it was me then it was kyle um for like all time or no i think julian passed him last year so julian was second then it was kyle 
then Jack, then Riley, I think. And now, I think Riley may have leapfrogged Jack and Kyle. Fuck y'all. And Kyle fell back behind. Um, Kyle fell back behind both both those two teams. I can look it up real quick, but um, um, I just wanted to say on your point, Trevor. I like. First of all, I like. I just like. I'm glad you given your opinion. I like. I've been. I am genuinely interested to hear from everybody about this new change. I think you said people were abusing it, but I think. I don't know. I don't think people were abusing it. To me, I think we were just all immediately made aware of yeah. how limited we were in designing the rule. Yeah, like, I think that we we need yeah. some way to accurately define what is the value of a first round pick. Like, yeah, and, or a third round pick for that matter. Well, I mean, people are treating third round picks like they're Joe Mixon. Because Joe Mixon, hello. Because some people <laughs> Joe Mixon, hello. I think I'm. <laughs> Some people make a rule where you can only trade a first-round pick for somebody that was picked in the first round or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, but that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. to me because it's like what year if, to year, if I say they're, things change. Right. Um, or I like, feel like our trade and was mid-season things change. Huh? Mid-season things week change. Week to week, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean – But I hear what you're saying, Trevor, and like in, in the way you're talking about, I agree. But even like – like we've just talked about it, but it's like, dude, this, like, this year is in a different – it's yeah. in a different – place the important thing is is to just think about it try to come up with ideas yeah and then when we all get together talk about it because we all need to be involved in whatever the solution is for this we all need to be involved because it's sort of how we get these half-baked rules is that nobody really wants to spend the time or save for a couple of us to actually like come up with what the limits are right and I think some people get scared of adding all of adding a rule, draft pick trading, and then adding all this stuff along with that. Because they just want they think people are trying to use those clauses or, or addendums to the rule to take advantage of the rule when in reality this was sort of the the natural outcome of saying of opening up the marketplace of draft pick trading. I do want to say I want to say real quick, I think hopefully people are listening to this going forward i think we need to start putting league like if you have an idea for a league rule put it in the group message early yeah. let people think about it add it to the list right because uh i mean and i'm not mad like the, like i was i'm going with the flow but this year at the draft like we all the stuff that got brought up it kind of just it, it kind of gets sprung on you so you don't even have time to think about the possibilities well of, yeah because we did have to draft right and so it's like okay yeah riley gets here late because yeah. he had to work Riley has to figure out what rules we've all passed without his vote necessary. Right. What things he needs to vote on, what the rule change actually is, how it's going to be implemented, when it's going to be implemented. Then we actually have to sit I down need to and do my draft work, my, my draft homework. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, okay. That was my question for Trevor. Julian, I'll make this real quick. I, I want y'all's thoughts on this, and this is for everyone. Do you think that. <clears throat> Do you think that it kind of go going back to the it makes the rich richer and the poor poorer? Does it? Do you think it hurts the people like me, for example, who are kind of just you know flying in the middle, Kindle, Roush, kind of to an extent? Do you think it hurts teams like that in a way that you know if like you're I'm in a, the middle, if you're a top dog? Well, 
I, I think more than anything, you're getting all these, you know, you're getting all these elite type players, the, the people at the bottom who are giving them up. And then the people in the middle are just kind of like, well, shit, I hope I can, I hope I can get a 500 record this year. Or, yeah. I, I guess we can't do 500 anymore, but you know what I mean? To me, it's less the rich and the poor. Cause I like, Coming into a season, to me, there there might be you might have some vague intuition of the rich teams and the poor teams, but to me, gosh, you're a rich team. Um, every no. year, I'm a rich team. Like that's like, I get it. I'm a that's rich right, team baby. this year. You get boss water, baby. You but never had no tap. My, Josh, you're like you're you're Man City here. All right, but see, I'm like Leeds. I guess my point is, is it it. I don't like the rich or poor. Let's just use active versus less active or something like that. Cause I think it helps the team, the teams that stay on top of their moves and those moves I, being trades. I think the only thing that makes, well, makes, like makes rich teams rich or poor is the draft value of like the, your keeper values that you have. I think that's the only thing that, because that's the only thing that we c- carries over year to year. Well, to yeah, me, that's rich yeah. and poor. I mean, I, I, I lucked out and I hit on Justin Jefferson, but I didn't even draft Justin Jefferson. Kendall right. drafted right. Justin no, Jefferson. But that's, I think to me that's the only thing that that determines rich poor, rich or poor teams year to year because otherwise the draft is I, yeah. randomized. Blah 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 blah. Well, yeah, I, I think though that, and I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's certain managers in the league that people. I don't know. I don't really know how to put it, but like Josh, you and I, we have a good pipeline. You know, we we are typically trade partner trade partners. Uh, at least once a season, yeah. I feel like. I feel like there's certain managers in the league that carry. I don't know. It, I mean, it's kind of hard. I mean, I'll say this because like, I think I see what you're getting at. I have a good pipeline with almost everybody except for Riley. Riley's the only person I can't trade with. It just doesn't happen. Uh, but it's because there are certain people in the league who. They either reach out and they they don't get a response, or they just don't even You're think welcome. to reach out because in the past they have reached out and it hasn't been successful. Because like there are people with reputations as non traders. Me, Trevor, you, Brandon, who you are, Roush. Brandon to an extent, yeah, kind of and so those people that that is the difference. Is it to me? It's the willing to make moves in the trade market. Versus the the less willing, not completely unwilling, but the the aggressive and the more passive managers. That to me is the dichotomy that we are sort of penalizing by adding draft pick trading. Is we're penalizing the inactive, the idle, passive owners. Because I'll say this: usually I'm pretty passive, but I saw I saw I saw the winds right. of change right. blowing, and I said, "Hey yo, I'm buying in, Trevor." I think you <laughs> you kind of got screwed because you like you said you were kind of in the middle. To me, it it did kind of penalize you because in my mind, if I was you, you needed I, you need to look around and assess your assets and say, what is my you need ceiling to, this you year? You need to be the first to decide if you yeah. Are, and as soon as you see Kyle selling, yeah. you need to start selling. Yeah, or if, buying if, or buying because like that was the thing is Kyle had so many assets, and he knew he needed to sell them all immediately before other people started selling. Yeah, and that and but that's where I kind of. I and That's here's the thing. If it, to an extent, I disagree because I I feel like if I do that, if I sell, 
that's basically me caving in on the year. And I don't, I mean, I don't want to play fantasy football if I just give up every season because well, I don't have the best team. That's the thing. Cause there are some teams in the NFL, in the NBA, in any given sport that are okay with a 500 season because it's what they do. Right. Oh, yeah. Trevor, it's, like, if, if that's the case, then this year and next year, you get what you want because you get to compete both years. But. You could have sold or tried to buy, and maybe the playoffs would be more fun, or next year might be a little bit more fun. I I, I definitely see what you guys are saying, and I agree. I just but I, I get that it, it does. I, it, I, it, I, it I think sucks. it gives a lot of people a cop out. No, it does, and it it sort of forces it. It does one thing, which is it forces you to do something you may not have wanted to do, which is buy or sell to be to be optimal. If you're willing to not optimize your team. I think a lot of people would rather, you know, play out the rope. I think you'll be in a decent spot next year with just all of your picks, to be honest. Because um, there's going to be people with more and people with less, and you just have what you're supposed to have. I think the one good thing that the draft pick trading did was it encouraged people to look into their teams more and look into next year more. But I do think we need to fix, like, like I agree with Trevor, where I don't like teams giving up week seven when they aren't eliminated from playoffs. So maybe there's a restriction we put in that you can't put trade draft picks next year until you're mathematically eliminated from playoffs, or you can't trade one away that's in the top five rounds until you're mathematically eliminated from playoffs. This Something has like been that. an episode uh, of The Crow Review. I mean, Thanks kind of, for I listening. Sorry, Josh, I don't mean no, to interrupt you, but not to you know, toot my own horn, but for example, there was a point this season where I think I was at like eight or nine, in the league early on. And I could have easily at that point, I could have just said, uh, you know, I'm going to sell my team. I'm going to give away my, you know, assets to the higher ups. Yeah. But I went off and I won, I think three or four games in a row. And, you know, I know I'm probably not going to make a playoff run, but I can say that I fought back into playoff contention. And that's what I think it's all about. The flip side of that, there are two teams I think of Kendall, who traded away Tyreek Hill and missed the playoffs, but on a tiebreaker. Fresh round pick. And I think of Roush, who Roush was like third, second or third place in the league. No, that was crazy. And just decided to blow it up. Oh, my God. um, Because he suffered two injuries. (laughs) It was just as likely to me that he makes the playoffs and could make noise if he trades four players instead of four picks. And so I, I think... Everybody like this is the thing is I don't agree or disagree with your view. I just think everybody has their own management style that they want to do. You say you're you find the fun thing for you is playing out each season and battling it out each season. I think to other people they'd say, well, the fun thing is having the best team. Kyle is Sam Presti. Yeah, Ky- like <laughs> Kyle. Just Kyle is Sam win. Presti, bro. Kyle just wants to win. Kyle, no, Kyle wants picks, bro. Kyle wants picks, and he wants value next year, um, forever. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think you could see if Kyle loses, like, for, if he starts, if he has a rough start to the season, bro, it'll be interesting. Because he, because he could, he could, he could acquire so many draft rights and still be fine. Exactly. The thing is, I, like, I'm, I want to. Maybe that's the move: is you just tank for one season, and then you can just. Yeah, re up over and over again with all your assets. It's I think okay. I'll, this is the last thing I'll say on this. I honestly don't think anybody else besides Kyle would have even thought to 
to do what he did to like blow up his team. I think everybody forgot that we agreed to do this. Literally, yes. And then he texted in the league and texted me about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess we did approve that." No, literally, like I feel like that's how it was. Yeah. And so, I to me, since jump, I was like, "Kyle is very smart for this." Yeah. And I, I felt the same way last year because it's like yeah. only one person wins. If you don't think you're going to be that person, you're you're playing yourself within the rules. You're playing yourself not to at least think about it. That's the last thing I'm going to say about it. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Can I ask my question to Julian real quick? Yes. We've gone overboard over over our time. Um, Julian. No comment. All right. Sounds good. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I it's just, the same I, question. I'm I was just – no, I was really just wondering like how dope does it feel to weasel out people for money coming from number five to number three? Like how <laughs> crazy is that? You know. Because he also I weaseled like himself into money. Yeah, that's the other I, side. I I basically made an investment that I had unawareness of, yeah. you know, uh, which is DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, right? Because um, not that it matters. If anything, matters. it was ironically the investment that got me here was the trade I made for James Conner that got me to this yeah, it's true higher echelon, which was with Brandon, which Trevor was talking about. Ten, so ten. thank you, Brandon. Uh, also, the trade you made that may have Fuck you, Brandon. prevented you from getting to this point to an extent was the, the trade you made with Trevor, which I think was a oopsie. See, I, I, felt, I felt like, because I know we voted on it, and I think this is why me and Trevor traded, because Kyle talked about it. Uh, I was, because obviously I didn't know. I don't know if Trevor knew. I was like, I don't really know. And we talked about it, Josh. I don't know how to value a player for a pick yet. So I texted Trevor and I was like, I, I want this guy for this guy. And he was like, cool. And I was like, cool. And I thought that was awesome, you know? Yeah. Trading no, the pick. I mean, yeah, it worked out. It's just you got the worst player and the worst pick. Yeah. And then everything else started happening. And I found this out while I'm at work and I get on my phone and I see everything that's happening. I'm like, wow. That day was crazy. It was nuts. I just, it's like I dropped an egg on my face. Which day? The Black Monday. Uh, March oh, I feel when like I was there was in a Wisconsin? day this, this year where just because I mean, we did it the was podcast. Just... Yeah, we did the podcast, and I was in Wisconsin, and yeah. it was like all the teams looked different. I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, I was, it was crazy. dude. It was so crazy because I was just like, all right, well, I have to find something. Like, yeah. like all right. And it kind of fell into nah. your lap because the first team you bought from was Kelsey, right? Um, did you buy Joe Mixon or Kelsey first? Oh, Kelsey was last. Travis no, Kelsey was first. Travis. Tyreek Hill was last. Oh, no. I guess Tyreek Hill was technically last, but we had already talked about that so early. Joe Mixon was the last thing I actually did. Uh, I, I technically had – I kind of had rights to Tyreek Hill. Um, we had a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, me oh. and Kendall had a gentleman's That's... agreement for – until we didn't. But I, had... gave him, I, I gave him a better round, I think. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is your gentleman's agreement was just a better gentleman's agreement. Mine was a capital G gentleman's agreement. There went my gentleman's agreement. He said capital G. And you tried to dissuade me from signing Tyreek Hill, which I loved. I was like, you were like, I don't think you need Tyreek Hill. And you're trying to do it subtly, but I was like, I'm signing Tyreek Hill, bro. Like, I'm doing it. Like, I'm selling out. I love it. I remember it it was after the podcast one day, and Josh was like, "Uh, after you get Joe Mixon, I think you're kind of good, right? Like, you don't need to. Sell that first pick, and I was like, I mean, I still have my second pick for next year. So ball I'm out, not dog. fully bought it. Ball in. out um, next year. Okay, I'm going. Final to question. Final question. Trevor Julian, who wins the matchup? Julian first. Between us? Yes. Oh, I'm myself. Okay. No offense, Trevor. Ch- Trevor, who wins? 
I think I do. Okay. Julian, who wins the matchup between Mason and Jack? Oh, I want an upset here. I want Jack to win. Okay. Trevor, who wins? Uh, Mason. Mason by uh, 15 plus. Julian? Put some money on it. <laughs> Julian? <Coward. laughs> who wins the championship? Me. Okay. Trevor, who wins the championship? Uh, I think I'm pulling for Riley. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, it was great to have you both on. And um, good luck to you both. Uh, I will say good luck to you guys as well. I'm picking Thanks Julian. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I I don't. Uh, I'm picking Julian. Picking Julian as well. Okay, so Trevor, good luck to you. I'm rooting for you. I I, Riley it. is probably rooting for you also. Uh, Trevor, I'm rooting for you so damn hard. <laughs> Trevor, I'm, oh, wow. Trevor, if you win, I got something in the mail for you. Oh. Uh, so yeah. Uh, thank you, you guys. I'll give you five dollars from my my playoff money. There you go. Yeah, that's cheap. <laughs> um, and we hopefully we'll have you on next week. Yep. We'll we'll have one of you on, guaranteed. Damn. One of you, we, we will not yeah. have on. Yeah, one of you is getting voted off the island. Um, all right, gentlemen. See you later. All right. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. This was fun. Good luck, Trevor. Nice to talk to you all. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and we're back. Golly. Okay. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with uh, Trevor and Julian. Lord knows I did. It was great to hear their thoughts on everything. I love their thoughts. On X, Some y, of my favorite Z. thoughts yeah. come from those two. Yep. But I look forward equally to this conversation we're about to have. Mm. We've got the other playoff matchup. The four and the five. The five and the four. Mm. This is the, the battle of the haves and have-nots. Yeah. And what they have and have not is $40. Oof. Damn. Oh, man. Damn. So let me introduce the have first as he's the higher seed. Mason Munoz getting money back for the first time Damn. in league history. Hell yeah. You know he's the up. vibes? Let's go. Welcome to the playoffs, Mason. Thank you. Uh, be here. And, and now I'll speak about the five, the have not. But he, he, does, he, he, does, he does have one thing. He does have one he thing. He do have that one thing. He does have the one thing. Yep. Uh, Jack Fraunheiser, welcome to the pot. I'd like to know what I have. It feels champ- like I have you nothing. Have, you, you know what you have. It's only you have it can only be one thing. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, thanks for having me, gentlemen. Appreciate uh, it. Um, so I, I guess we'll just start and talk about the the most pressing thing, most recent thing, because it impacted both of you. Yep. This Kyler Murray injury, mm. Mason. Oh, what, what's your <laughs> what's your plan for quarterback, bro? Oh, hey, my plan, I'm good, right? So went out and picked up Kirk Cousins. I uh, got Dalvin Cook. So any type of dump off, you know, potential touchdown there benefits me. Um, as long as there's no primetime games, the next potential three weeks, I'm good. Yeah, um, no Monday nights. It does. It was. A benefit, too, when picking him up, if I make it past the first round, Josh, you have Justin Jefferson, obviously, so that kind of just helps me um, in that department. But, yeah, went out and picked up a free agent dog and hoping hoping he can lead me to a a chip. Savvy move there, Mason. Uh, Jack, what do you have to say about just the 
the manner in which you fell from four to five, uh, both hmm. with losing to Brandon, which is hilarious, and then also <laughs> hilarious. Uh, the the Kyler Murray injury sort of being the reason why Mason lost. Potentially, he could have not won, but um, it was entertaining. It was a nice like Thursday to Monday marathon. You know, you just didn't never you never knew right until that moment. Um, I am not surprised as much by the Brandon loss. I mean, my, my bench was a total graveyard. My team's not really up to snuff in general. Um, not a surprising. I am surprised that ne- neither of the other two games went my way. I was kind of hoping one would. So, um, so surprised. I, mean, I tried to lose a little bit. I, I should mention that I, I did try to lose. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate it. No, it was a, it was a tough one. But same matchup, and um, I will uh, take my pride in my forty dollars into next year. I guess uh, next year it'll be a hundred dollars. So you're gonna, <sighs> oh, you're, yeah, you're you're, you're, True. you're gonna need to. to I'm gonna need another sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you must. Yeah, unless unless you and Brandon did some backdoor deals that you yeah. would have been really nice more. to win some money this year. Yes, <laughs> inflation payment. Inflation's out there. Jesus Christ, and we got a, I got another off. deposit. Oh uh, my word. All right. Well, uh, I don't really know what was the first question we asked Trevor and, and Julian. Oh, I'll ask my one real quick. Okay. This is a question for both of you, and it has two answers. So we'll start with with Mason. Mason, who is the key player for you for this matchup, and who is the key player you need to have a bad game for for Jack um, for this matchup? So your key player and Jack's key player, you need to underperform for you to feel good about this matchup? Um, I'd say for me to feel, I think, I, so I think I'm going to rock with Pollard instead of Metcalf. Uh, that's the one roster move mm-hmm. I've been thinking about. Um, and so he's my key player, right? I have confidence in the rest of my guys. Uh, some tough matches, matchups at the bottom half of my roster, but they're all dogs, so I think they can get through it. Um but yeah, Tony Pollard is my X factor. I need him to at least, at least just get his projection um, going up against Jacksonville on Sunday. Um, so I need him to just, you know, perform, and I'll be happy with you know the lineup set. Looking at Jack's team, um, clearly Devonte. Right, I do not need a fifty-point Devonte game. I guess looking at it, Mark Andrews, but with. Lamar being out, I don't know. I just the the ceiling for Devonte is just astronomical. So I need to for him to just be limited as much as possible, and I'll feel very comfortable. Yeah, I'll I'll speak on the. So it's interesting. There, there's no consideration for keeping Metcalf in the lineup and dropping Kamara. You you haven't thought about that um, because Kamara's been a little underwhelming the last couple of weeks, basically since his forty point explosion. Uh-huh. Yeah, very underwhelming. Um, I don't know. There's something about just having four running backs in my lineup that I, I really like. Uh, yeah. There hasn't been any consideration to answer the question, though. Um, there may be after this podcast, but I don't want to make <laughs> any second guesses. You know, I really want to kind of just... Yeah, play you know, your lineup. Yeah, play what, I, play what I'm thinking, but um, yeah, I mean, we'll you see. Sp- you spent a first-round pick on him. These are the games. Yeah, you, these are the games. <laughs> yeah, these are the first round pick games. Uh, Jack, same question for you. Who's your key player, and who who are you uh, a little scared of from Mason, and hoping that 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 player has a bad game? 
I think there's a lot of good answers. I think my key player will be none other than Tua Tagovailoa. Mm. I've had a lot of struggles at QB. Tua Uh, non-hive. Tua non-hive. Rise up. Let's go. I am trying trying to make up for playing him when he was so clearly concussed and his life was in danger earlier this year. Yeah, you're complicit. Um, No, I totally was. I threw him in there without a second thought. These poor um, minority athletes just getting chewed up and spit out. By yeah, I think the Hawaiian people have been used enough, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. Um, I think he's ready. I think he's up to. I think he's up to the challenge. So mm. he did um, not, did not look good on Sunday night last week. No, but neither did the rest. I'm hoping my team hit a full reset and we just come in, you know, clean slate this week. Mm. But fingers crossed for Mason. I, I'm 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 stuck. AJ Brown and Stephon Diggs stick out because I have both of their second receivers currently in the lineup. Oh yeah. Those are those are the games um, to watch. Those are the games to watch. Absolutely. Yep. yep. So, you know, touchdown goes one way or the other for either of those guys could really help me out. Big swing. Um, yep, tough tough to pick between those two. I think AJ Brown is scary just because it's like it seems like when he scores, he just doesn't stop to score. It's like mm-hmm. Like Jalen Hurts just decides this is going to be an AJ Brown three touchdown AJ Brown game. <laughs> um, yep. Well, Riley, you got any questions for him? I got a couple questions. Um, this is this is a very like this is a soft question, but I got to ask you if I'm if I'm Mason, I'm looking at the the matchup right now on the app. I'm thinking one thing. I don't like I don't like Aaron Jones playing on monday night do you have any thoughts about that mason um honestly not really um i've looked a lot in you know i've prepared a lot because the pressure really set in tuesday morning Mm -hmm. i didn't like it at all (laughs) right first time in the playoffs and i woke up and i was like damn this is pressure i haven't felt before in a while yeah because you could have got you could have got bum ass trevor yeah but it wasn't a it hasn't been a matchup pressure and that's not you know saying oh jack steam's fucking buns like it really is just like i know my team and i could be going up against riley i go you know trevor whoever mm. but it's just like a, you know my team is just <clears throat> um what it is and you know i'm not worried about like oh, man hopefully aaron jones doesn't have 18 points monday come monday night you know i'm not looking at matchup i'm just looking at lineups so far yeah it does the playoffs are unique in that I feel like it's it 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 helps to just be like have a target threshold in mind and be like I just need to clear one thirty just need to clear one forty yeah be in the game which I can do I just need the teams to perform if they don't well there's nothing I could have done about it then it's just exactly. get, then it's just okay I need to get lucky well I'm, yeah and I feel like that's really been been my mindset ever since the trade right like we yeah. talked like we talked about like. I I made the trades. I start who the studs, and if the studs perform, cool. If the studs don't, I mean, I can't do anything about it. Yeah, you traded for the studs. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, Jack, how how would you rate your sort of chances of advancing from this this game, advancing after the second round, and then winning the championship? What what like give me a percent. And like a comfort level. 
a, a percent of winning the championship? Well, well, let's start with winning this first yeah. matchup. So, so I'd say food. about 30, 70, <laughs> both matchups. Um, so you so think you have, a, me you have an equal chance of, I mean, I guess that would be what, a, a, I don't know. The probability of you winning is 0.3 times 0.3, so... So 9%, right? 9% chance of making it to the championship, and then what? What percent chance of winning? I don't like that you're making me work out this math right now. Are you, are you trying to <laughs> trying to embarrass me right now? Well, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just curious. They're your know, numbers. I don't know what you're talking about in general. Man. Here's the thing. Here's yeah, the thing. Same. I know where I'm at. I came in here kind of knowing I'd have to strike gold to go the distance, and I think, I think we're ready to do that. 1%, mm. 5%, whatever it may be, we're going to hit it. That's so the plan. give me give me the and I'm not going to say post mortem because it's not dead yet, but certainly the firing squad has loaded a round into the chamber, and they have all pointed at you. What what went wrong for you this season? What were your missteps between you know you being a team that is in it till the end? Is it all because you didn't feel the need to buy when the other teams were buying? Mm-hmm. What 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 did you do wrong? Was it at the draft? Was it keepers? What was it? I I do think this was probably my worst draft out of the last three years or so. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel great coming out of it. Um, as far as buying and selling goes, I think I just decided early to not buy, to try to go in with a clean draft and, and see what I can do in the playoffs. And I think, you know, realizing later that the math just doesn't really shake out the way I thought it would. You know, there is such a thing as facing an opponent who is, is too good, um, which is kind of what I'm seeing in my in my playoff matchups. So <laughs> um, I think I should have bought early. I think I could have drafted a little better. I think losing Javante was tough. Um, yeah. I hate to blame injuries because I did win without Derek. Um, but, like, you know. I like that mention. That was subtle. Mm-hmm. I did, um, but that, that's just comparing me to my own my own pedigree. You know, I could have could have done it, could have done it, and I and I, I still might, still might, you know, still out there. No, um, I, I do think I could have bought earlier or decided to just sell. Yeah, was there any thought to selling Devonte Adams? I was closer to selling than I was buying for sure. Um, but my record, unfortunately, I just kept kind of picking up games I didn't really expect to, to be honest. See, that's, the, that's um, sort of the, the part that's lost in the whole buying and selling deal is the teams that sell first, they start losing games. And when they play mm-hmm. the teams that haven't sold yet, they give the teams that haven't sold a yet free win. a false sense of security yep. or just like, I have too many wins to sell. Yep. Um, right. It got to had, the point where I feel like if I sold, I still would have been the sixth seed. Well, yeah, we had the conversation with Trevor, where Trevor Trevor sort of stated that he didn't like the rule change, and he he liked the fact that he clawed his way into the playoffs. And our thing was like, well, some people would say there was no point in you being in playoffs because you're about to get blown out. Now, it might not happen, but I I, I think the teams that sold would say they'd rather be in their position than your than Trevor's position, right? Um, and I guess I'll ask you that, Jack, before we go back to Mason for a little bit. Would would you rather be in the position you're at now, the five seed, you missed out on money, you're in a playoff matchup against a team that most would say has better players than you at almost every position? Would 
would you trade places with a Roush or a Kyle or a Brandon that was able to sort of turn this year into draft picks? For next year? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, this league is about championships. I have a chance to win one, and they do not. Okay. And and that's it. I have it. I still have a chance. Still fighting. Understood. W. Mason, what about you? What what? I mean, I know you decided your team was good. I think it had underperformed a little bit the first couple weeks, and then you made the decision to buy. Um, but are, do you still feel good about that decision? Do you have any maybe misgivings or regrets as you look as we get closer to next year and you realize that you are just one loss away from it all falling apart as we all are? Yep. Do, do has any fear crept into your heart about what you're going to be looking at when it comes to draft day 2023 and you've got to wait while people are making their picks? Not one bit. Um, hell yeah! Hell yeah! I, yeah. I, I do think I think there's two things. I think, like I said, when I when I made the decision to trade away my draft picks, I understood what I was doing. Um, but my roster as it stands really helps me a lot, right? Because I haven't looked at any keeper value, but looking at Josh Jacobs for a third, or even Pollard um, as a keeper, and then. <clears throat> potentially Rashad White. Like, looking at keepers really kind of just it helps ease the pain of not having a first and second because I could have my two running backs. Since it's such a running back heavy, our dominant league, knowing that I could have my two guys, even Kamara potentially, you know, it's it's just helps um, helps me realize, like, I, you know, I don't care that I won't have my first two picks next year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's sort of what you have to look at is you have to look at your keepers – because part of the reason why I was finally comfortable with going all in is it was like, regardless of what happens, I've got that guy. Yeah, I've got Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I've got him forever. Yeah. Um, and then I just had to hit on a rookie, and I realized I didn't hit on any of my rookie draft picks. I made the move to go get Kenneth Walker from Trevor. Because like as Trevor said, which you guys will need to listen to this part because obviously you didn't hear it, me and Trevor got a nice pipeline going. Mm. He sits there and he keeps the rookies until they're useful. And then he sends them over to me. Um, and we do it every single year. Yeah, he's a grower. He's a grower <laughs> for you. Uh, we, we should have shut down that Kenneth Walker trade. That was who's bad. we? You mean the Supreme Court? No, I. Uh, I should have said that. Ah, the Supreme Court. Seems like most of us were okay with it. Well, I think I was the only one with the vote. I, I should have done it. Speaking for the league, I apologize. <laughs> oh, man. Well... What, Mason? What about you? What do you what? Give us a percentile chance of you advancing through these next couple rounds. What are the chances you think you you make it through this round, through the next round, and then the chances you win it all? Win it all. So, I was thinking about this this morning. So, if I if I go off of a percentage chance, I think it's a seventy five percent chance I make it past this round. Yeah. Um, currently three and one all time against Jack. Love it. So that's in my favor, right? But I can't get this feeling out of my out of my my stomach. That's like, what if this is the game I drop? Right? Beat him two times this season. What if Ooh, this is the game I drop? Three times so is tough. I I am confident um, that I make it out of this week. But this the same type of feelings flow into next week, right? Because Josh, you beat me two times this year. 
I couldn't pull one out. Mm. So confidence level is not going to be near as high, but that underdog feeling in me is like, <laughs> what if that's the one, right? So yeah. 75% feeling good this week. It'll be a lot less next week if I make it out, but I'm hoping that the, uh, you know, that's the one. Um, and then on the other side of the bracket, it's really just Riley I'm afraid of. So if I uh, see him in the in the championship, it'll probably be a 50-50. W. So are you are you more confident? I get, I I'll ask it this way because it's sort of what I was thinking about when it was like if you're Jack. And if Jack uh-huh. finds a way to go on this run where he beats Mason, he beats me, and then somehow he beats, in all likelihood, Ridley. It's, it's me. Um, uh-huh. like, like beating those teams, those are scary teams to have to play. Um, but which one's the scariest? Uh, is, is, I'll, I, I guess I'll ask Jack. But for Mason, are you more scared of the playoff round two matchup or the championship matchup? Round two, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, literally, you and you and Brandon had my number this year, right? I mean, I've been competitive in all aspects, but other than whenever it comes to facing the damn coffin floppers, so um, them coffins. It's got to be round two. I would agree with round two yeah. just because yeah these coffins be flopping baby we're just gonna be flopping our <laughs> I, way I think round two makes sense just because you get to the championship you're like any given day yeah. like let's go but that's round the scary two is like thing about there. the championship because last year in the championship and Jack knows this like I think we both me and Jack both had massive games playoff round two we both blew out our opponent we come into the championship game last year I had I had. Jack had just lost to Julian the year before. He's back in it again, and he's feeling the feelings he felt the year before, which is just like, is it going to happen again? And then we combined for like 200 points or something stupid like that. Like <laughs> it was like, well, it was it was a nasty championship game. But I will add that the last time, last couple championships, the person that lost in last year's championship won the next year. It's how I won my first championship. It's how Jack won his first championship. So the person that lost last year was me. Just throwing it out there. Mm. Did y'all hear the crickets? We'll see. Did y'all hear crickets? Riley, did you we'll win see. a playoff game last year? <laughs> so what? Did, well, you, you made the playoffs last year. As last, a six seed. Last year. Remember? I do believe I just lost. But you lost in the first round, right? right? So it's been a while since... Actually, let's look at it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give everybody the last time they they won a playoff game. Obviously Jack's would be last year. Uh, Let's go. And Mason's would be never. Welcome never. to the playoffs. This Mason. Now, now Mason, you can do what Trevor did with and, and Kendall, which is make the playoffs, win all their games, collect the payout, and go home. Yep. <laughs> um because they both did the same thing. Uh Riley's last playoff win was playoff week one of twenty eighteen. So this is pre-China, Riley. Uh, how do I feel about that guy? You beat Trevor. 2018. 2018. Not a bad. 2018 was a good was a good version. I like that guy. I hope that can be that guy again. And then you lost to me in the second round of the playoffs. That sounds about right. The year before that, you had a bye week, and then you lost to Kyle in your first game. A bye week. Uh, so yeah, last time you had a bye week, you lost your first playoff game. Was that, was that a nine? What was my record? 
Because uh, I was, I think my... You were 8-5. and five. Hey. You yeah. were a very bad 8-5. and five. That's not true. One of the worst. No, we were people gritty. Are saying. We were gritty. Okay. Never, never had a bad team that good. Um, Brandon, uh, uh, not Brandon. Jack Mason. What? Yes, sir. Are y'all's feelings about draft pick trading? Should it stay? Should it go? Uh, are you in favor of it? If we add some restrictions on it, do you think it should stay as it is? Wholesale be removed? What are your thoughts? Mason, you go first. Uh, real quick, that picture I sent in the Discord, that's so. That's also why I feel like round two scary, right? Because you know who you're playing. You're playing the God Squad. <laughs> so that little man is the little the little warrior is Jack, and then you got the Elden Ring boss is. Oh no! Is who Jack left? I didn't leave. Or Mason who? left. <laughs> Wait, who's the El- Mason? Who's the Elder in boss? He's gone. <laughs> I don't know if he know he left. Will you text him? Nice his job. Discord's not even open anymore. <laughs> I bet his phone died. That wouldn't work. That would make sense. All right, Jack. Well, well, Phil, for us, give us your answer to yeah, the Phil question. Buster. Oh, wait, he's back. Never mind, Jack. Forget I said anything. Mason, okay. you're back. Oh, right, Continue your answer. I must have just closed the app. Did, what, what did you uh, hear? Last thing we heard was, was basically that someone is the Elden Ring boss. I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Josh was the Elden Ring boss, and the little warrior was Jack's team. Um, no, I don't think uh, draft pick trading should go anywhere. Uh, I like that it adds depth to the league. That's always more fun. Um, you know, it adds more risk and reward to the to the season. Uh, but I definitely think it could be made better um, somehow. I mean, all, all the smarts we got in the uh, between the league members, we could figure something out. Okay. Okay. So you're in favor of it. If if there yeah. was a vote today that was keep it how it is or remove it completely, you would be in the keep it how it is camp. Yeah. And then, and then you'd obviously, depending on how it was pitched to you, vote for improvements. If you thought they were improvements, you're not, Uh you're not committed to this form of it, but, but you don't want it. You don't want to see it go away. No, not at all. Okay. Jack, what about you? I'm in the other camp in that if I had to vote, you know, black and white, keep it or remove it, I'd probably remove it. As it is. Um, I think it leads a little bit too much to just tanking a little too early. I would love a draft pick trading window, perhaps. Um, But yeah, I I think it needs a a little bit of adjusting. I'm not sure quite where. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I know I've brought up the the trading window a couple times on the podcast, and I, I think it probably needs some fleshing out, and people need convincing, but I think it's I think it's probably the best way is that you open the window later in the season and you close it at the same time. that, Or maybe you – no. No, you have to close it at the same time the trade deadline closes. Definitely. Uh, so I I think that's probably what makes the most sense. Um, I, think, I think my biggest issue is just teams getting free wins too early in the season. Oh, yeah. 
you know, and you're not, and it's, it's random. It's based on who's in your schedule, yeah. who's tanking, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that, I'd like yeah, to just prevent like, that. Right. It's not necessarily all like it. It's not. Yeah. It, it's not fun for the teams that have to play a hard schedule. Like look at the teams as we had this playoff run in. Yeah. And it was like, you could just check off like Riley, win, win, Josh win. Yeah. 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 That was me and you kind of. Yeah. And then it's Jack playing Brandon. Not, not you, because you loses. play Mason. Yeah. Uh, but. I don't know why you put me in the same tier as you guys. I haven't bought a single player. All right. Well, wait. I, I, I mean, well, didn't you have Josh Allen on your team? Um, I sold him for yeah, the you, same value. You bought but and sold. You bought and sold, bro. <laughs> I made, <laughs> You're I the worst net, out of the bunch. You're trying to get rid of it. I made net, net zero gains. Yeah, you did. You, you're a little day trader over there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Busy sitting behind I, that PC. I traded my 16th round pick for a 15th round pick. You need to get on a podcast, bro. You need to like, yeah, start selling yourself. Um, oh gosh, I guess this is you on a podcast right now. So, but I mean, I, it was less about you and it was more about Brandon. Brandon That's was true. in the tier. Brandon was in the tier with the dumpster teams. Me and Mason have given Brandon three of his four wins this year. I fucking hate that so That's much. <laughs> it is hilarious to me that Brandon has dominated Mason so hard the whole time he's been in the league. Um, yeah, like just complete and utter dominance. Did you feel that at the pharmacy, Mason? Nah, he knew who do- fucking big dog was. Hell yeah, because Brandon <laughs> Brandon is five and one against Mason. Riley, coincidentally, is also five and one against Mason. Wait, when did they lose to Mason? Was it this year? I don't know. It could have been a long time ago. Uh, but no, I the whole thing was I never lose to Mason. No, you lost. Yeah, to Mason. no, I think. I think it might have been this year. It must have been this year. I can find it. Because I swear I, I swear I ended up beating Mason uh, this year. You only played him once this year, and you won. Right. And you did. You lost, yeah. you lost to him last week of last year. Okay, fine. It yeah. was the game you were trying to lose last year. Uh, oh, that's a okay. W. That's a W. Okay. Uh, so nah, it was because I remember asking. <laughs> no, I lost. That's, I no, like, I fully lost. I was like, I know, are I you know. willing? Are you willing to give up the? And I said absolutely. The record for. Losing this game to improve your to, to play me to play Jack and lose to Jack yeah, for the privilege of losing Jack. to Jack. That's fine. Uh, I, I wanted Jack. I got Jack. I lost. But Mason's record against other people, he's three and one against Jack, five and three against Kendall, four and three against Roush, and then it's just sort of all bad from here. Uh, three and four against Trevor. Uh, three and five against Kyle. He fought back against Kyle a little bit. That was that was five and one not too long ago. Love that. So two and six against Julian. Fucking yeah. who went eight? That's right, baby. Play That's Josh right, the baby. most times ever. Yes, yeah, two and eight. He's not great to play Josh the most times. How do you play him like five more times? I have no idea. Look, I like the schedule's messed up because look at like the games I have against certain people. Like I've played Brandon seventeen times, Julian eighteen times, Trevor eighteen times, and it's not bad to have a losing record against me. Um, Cause like Mason, I'm eight and two against you. Riley over here, I'm eleven and three against Riley. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've got more wins. You've got more <laughs> wins, but you also have more losses. Got more wins. Show sure what? I've made more shots. What's the win percentage on that? Oh, we're talking about we're, we're talking about we're talking about one percentage now. Uh, yeah. So so Riley's one percentage against me is point two one four. Sucky. Damn. So slightly higher. <laughs> uh, me and Jack are close. Jack 
we've only played each other eight times. Can we get a which fact check crazy. on the on the winning percentage with Riley and Mason? Can we get a fact check on that? My winning percentage no, against we, Mason. Your winning percentage against Mason is like point seven six or no eight four point eight four eight checking. three three. Um. So let's see. What about Jack? Jack Jack's best matchup is Brandon, then Roush. But Jack doesn't really own anybody. Um, notably, his worst team to play against is Mason, who he's one and three against. Damn, son. Um, but Tough. Jack Jack is just sort of mostly average against everybody, uh, and he's not terrible against anybody. I spent like three seasons straight going four and nine, so it's not too bad. Um, for For Riley, he is very good against Mason and good against Brandon. He was he was good against Bryce. He's winning against Jack. Winning against Trevor. And then he's 500 or below against everybody else. The only thing for for Riley that sticks out is being 3 and 11 against me. 3 wins though. Take that. Cuz the next closest is 7 and 9 against Kyle. So like that's not that far below 500 and then it's me. Okay. Yeah. So it's really just me that you have an issue. Am I 500 with Julian? Uh, you are 500 with Julian. That, tic- that tickles me. I love that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I guess we can get into the, the final portion of the podcast, unless you guys have anything that you want to... Yeah, do you want to get uh, anything out there? Get out there to the universe before the matchup. Uh, best of luck, Mason. It's an honor to be yes, here. Sir. Um, yes, sir. Good luck to you. That's about it. No, one of y'all got to be. You, I mean, you say good luck, but you're both cheering for bad luck for the opposing team, right? I, see, my team, my team's either going to do it or they're not. That's kind of I mean, how I feel about it. Jack, I'm I'm rooting for you, man. I'm right there with you. Actually, I don't know who I'm rooting for because Mason is my championship pick going into the season. Mason, uh, beat his ass. Yo. <laughs> um, love you, Jack. Riley, who would you rather play, me or Mason? I'd rather play Mason. Okay. I don't lose to Mason unless I yeah. decide to, um, <laughs> which which fully counts as a loss. I understand, um, but I, I think like I don't know if I'm in a if I'm in the championship, I really don't care. Are we gonna watch the champion like like because there's games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday? Don't ask me dumb week. questions, brother. Don't ask me dumb questions. You know I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be right here. Can't believe you're gone, Josh. Sorry, there was a time we were at Josh's, and it, we got into it. It was me, Kyle, Josh, I know, and Riley. I know exactly what you're talking about, of course. Of us, there was two of us that were like, I'd rather lose in the first round, and two of you were like, I'd rather lose in the championship. I was, I was I'd a part r- of, I'd rather lose this first round than get to the championship and lose to Riley. I think it was it was me and you, Mason, against Riley and Ben. Yeah. I think is who oh, it was. Oh, okay. Well, okay, no. Yeah, yeah, it was because yeah. we were we were making fun of Ben for them losing the Super Bowl to the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we about here's Von the thing. Miller. It was it was technically technically speaking that was the alignment, but Mason was just chucking shit in against me. <laughs> Mason was stirring the pot expertly, I might add. Mason is an expert instigator and Mason was getting under my skin. He did it. Yeah, no. I mean, I was I was firmly on the uh lose early side. Lose early. Yeah. 100%. But no, I'd rather make it to the ship. I mean, fantasy to me is different. We're talking about NFL teams. We're talking about a whole bunch of stuff. We're talking about playoffs in high school. We're talking about a whole different stuff. Yeah. Um, well, what the heck? I think it's fine. Uh, I guess I'll ask my final question. Mason, who wins this matchup? 
me. Jack, who wins this matchup? Vonta United. Mason. <laughs> yes, sir. Who wins the championship? Riley. Jack, who wins the championship? Vonta United. Love it. All right. So, just so you know, the votes for the championship. Julian voted for himself. Trevor. Trevor voted, voted for, for Riley. Riley. Mason voted for Riley. Jack. And Jack voted for himself. Love that. And it's, it's, um, it's those J names. Oh, uh, I guess I should ask you, Mason. Who's going to win the Trevor versus Julian matchup? Um, we got Taylor, Nazi, Ramondre, uh, Julian, Mason, or uh, Jack. Who's going to win that matchup? Has Has Trevor been setting the lineup? Yes. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with Julian. Okay, smart. So they they both picked they both picked Mason, right? No, Julian picked Jack. Where's the hate on me? Trevor picked Mason. It'd be your own blood. Because Trevor picked himself, Julian picked himself. Yeah, I rock with you, Julian. Appreciate it. <laughs> we rock with Julian because Julian rocks with us. Lovely. Um. I do have a question I thought of today um, if you guys would like to answer. Absolutely. Sure, go for it. So I was thinking about this earlier because I had a few. Um, Beers? What was your... No, uh, a few examples. Yeah, yeah. What was your biggest or any bullet dodge this year um, or biggest regret? And I, I'll go first. I, I just have a couple real quick. real quick. So... Regret is the week I played Brandon. At one point, there was a offer on the table, straight up Miles Sanders for Kyle Pitts, and I mocked him for how much of an idiot that trade was. <laughs> that's that's wow. crazy. In hindsight, literally, that's a good one. literally sent that to Kyle and was like, "This guy's." In-. I said, "There's cl- nothing but clowns in this league." <laughs> like, nothing more than I'm, that, Brandon. I, didn't I love that talk. There's nothing more, but I just like I was literally sitting a screenshot to Kyle and said. Nothing but clowns. And then the follow-up or what before was Etienne and Traylon Burks because I had Henry for Pitt. And I was just clowning the dude. And, um, biggest bullet dodged was I watched this one guy on YouTube and, you know, he, you know, biggest takeaways from weeks or whatever. And I don't know what week it was, but Derrick Henry was, you know, in that span of the four or five games of 20 points playing really well. And, I literally sent a trade offer to Kendall, one for one, Jonathan <clears throat> Taylor for Derrick Henry, because wow. this guy said, go out there and buy Jonathan Taylor. You can get Dalvin Cook or Henry for him easy, one for one. Yeah. Kendall didn't accept it, and I was able to get you know Dalvin Cook. And another bullet dog real quick. This one's sad, but DeAndre Swift. I was able to get Josh Jacobs. Wow, yeah. And, you know, DeAndre Swift is – you know, supposed to be RB top five this year and completely getting shadowed by Jamal Williams and stuff. So, um, keeper value is good, but, you know, glad to kind of not have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, Jack, Jack, what what was your... Great question, by the way, Mason. Avoid and... <sighs> I feel like the bullets have been hitting me, man. 
I mean, uh, I feel like I, the worst thing I did for sure is I think I wasted like 75 of my $100. Like I'm doing the math and I'm not exaggerating. I think I spent like 75 wager or waiver dollars that were completely uncontested. Um, so that was, you know, learning, <laughs> learning curve there. Um, bullet dodged. I really wasn't active on like the trade market. I put some feelers out. Um, then the market kind of dissolved on me midway through the season. Hmm. I can't think of a good bullet dodged. You know, I feel like we're just cruising, doing what we can along the way. Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to think of any bullets I've dodged. Josh? Um, I dodged my own bullet. No, I was just saying, like, yeah, you kind of, you already started. My bad. Keep going. Oh, okay. Um... I think I think I also had a trade that involved Jonathan Taylor at one point that I pulled back on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to think if there was ever a, a a trade involved with a pick that I decided not to do. And I can't remember if there was or wasn't. Because really, almost every trade negotiation I had turned into a deal this year. There weren't many that I had that just didn't go anywhere. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I dodged the bullet of... Here, I'll say this. I dodged the bullet of having to deal with the nonsense of not having like a running back two or I dodged the Ezekiel Elliott budget bullet. That's a bullet. Oh yeah. By That's trading, trading him straight up or him for Hollywood Brown and Dallas Goddard. Yeah. it's big. That was my best trade yeah. all year. And all it cost me was Zeke and I didn't have to deal with him. And so I, I think that was the one I dodged by making a move. So, mm-hmm. um, me, I'm going to start with my regret. And I was racking my brain. And I, from this, for the actual season, I have zero regrets. I am, I am where I want to be. Everything has happened the way I kind of wanted it to happen. I don't have any regrets for the actual season. My regret is from the draft. I drafted London Drake right before I drafted James Robinson. And I could have gotten a little bit of extra draft value. And my real regret is that. Jack decided to say something right after I did it. He's like, could have drafted him right after this. Got a little bit more value. And I just, it really, I was really crestfallen inside. Because it was just one of those things where it was like, Jack would never do this. Like, if he was drafting, Jack would have never made that mistake. But I just overlooked it. And he was just like, he was basically just like, you fucking idiot. And I was like, I just had to take that. And be like, well, okay. You know? Um, so that really did hurt. And I think about it a lot. Because I'm like, damn, that would have been a little bit better value for Drake London. Um now, as far as bullets dodged, we we mentioned this in the podcast with Trevor and Julian. Josh has a pipeline. Josh was trying to talk about he has like kind of a pipeline with everybody in the league, except for me. Yeah. Because I'm around Josh a lot, and Josh will float me these little trade ideas, and he'll be on me, and I'm like, <laughs> and because I've been so busy this year, I've been like, yo, please pester me, mm-hmm. because I need to, like, uh, if you don't, I literally won't even look, open up my app yeah. after I win, and or lose. Um, and We've had a couple times where he's wanted to trade, and I've been like, you know what? That's a pretty good idea. 
and then I actually then I think about it, I'm like yeah, but then Josh would get X player. Well, no, and I have to think I, about I, I have to think about X or Y player on Josh's team. When you bring up the bullet dodge, there was this trade that I we almost made. Go ahead. I almost sent you Hollywood Brown for James Robinson after like week three. Yeah, and we didn't. Marquise Brown then gets injured. Marquise Brown. Well, James Robinson got injured first. Hollywood had like a good five or six weeks, right? And then got hurt because I also had a trade on the table. Hollywood Brown for Cordero Patterson, who got hurt. Because I was just yeah. I was desperate for a running back. Yeah, my, yeah, my bull dodge this year is not going after stupid trades and trying to get all my boys back. Um, and especially just not trading with Josh. I think in general, like I was just I was thinking like, mm, Josh is a really good team. Why would I trade him anybody? Like what? Like what do I stand to gain? And how much am I gaining compared to how much Josh is gaining? And I was like, nothing. I'm not gonna not gonna do it. Well, that makes me sad. Everybody should trade with me. I'm a great trade partner. I'm gracious. I give you everything you ask for. And um, I only negotiate deals that I think are fair. And that's the that's that's it. Any and other questions? That's anybody, why I'm on the Anybody want to say anything? Oh, um, I guess I'll, I'll just... Does everybody like the the auction budget style free agency waiver claim thing? Because I think it's I think it's definitely better than normal. I'm really waiver order claim. I like it. I haven't used. It I really. like it. Yeah, I like it. Okay. I think it's better than yeah the the uh, the waiver order. The yeah, waiver versus order. just sitting on first waiver order until a running back gets hurt and then <laughs> yeah. Like, well, oh, I will say too. I know for a fact that Josh beat me for Kenneth Williams by a couple dollars. Or not Kenneth. Yeah, is that his last name? What the hell is the Seahawks running back's name? Oh, no. I See, I traded for Kenneth Walker. Walker. Whoever got him off the waivers. Was he off the waivers? No. Trevor beat me by a yeah. couple dollars. And then I remember that there was... Did you get anybody off of the waiver at all this year, Josh? I I think I picked up Mostert. Yeah. And Mostert, I may have beaten you by a couple oh, bucks. Oh, the Miami running back? Yeah. Yeah, you beat me by a couple dollars on him too. I've lost a couple, two or three this year by a couple dollars, and it just sucks. Yeah, yeah but it makes it like, fun, like because yeah, you don't know if like I'm like okay, I'm gonna do twenty, and then there's that weird ass dude that puts like twenty three, and I'm like okay. Yeah, so, see, that's what you gotta do is you, you have to. Yeah, you gotta go. Like, I'm like somebody's gonna do an, an increment of ten. And then thirty one. So, so naturally, I should do thirty one. But someone's going to think yeah. of that. So now I need to do thirty two. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should just be safe and do thirty three. Well, I'm already at thirty three. Why not do thirty five? Well, someone else is going to do thirty five. So I need to do. 30. And then you just you bid yourself into infinity, um, on yeah. accident. But well, I yeah. like it. Well, yeah, we got a nice hour and twenty minute pod cooking. I think it's beautiful. So, oh yeah, my, my headphones are at two percent. Um, <laughs> I hate that sound. It like it's triggers awful anxiety. And it's so loud. Um, man. Well, it was great to have right you guys on. on. Uh, one of you will return next week. The other will be forgotten. About Voted week. off the island. Uh, Shout out to Survivor. And uh, like that. It'll be it'll be less cordial next week because one of you will be playing me. And um, just come ready. That's all I'll say. All we're right. Get, we're Thank getting you rested. For having me. We're staying limber over here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. No See stress. you next week. No stress in these shoulders.
Yeah, it was great to have you. All right. Uh, good to talk to you. I appreciate you saying see you next week. That, that's a good. That's a good one. Yes, sir. Later, boys. Bye. Bye, bye. Uh, and to the podcast, thank you for listening, and goodbye. This has been an episode of the Crew Review. Thanks for listening.